The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Don't you know, pump it up. The what's it going up? Don't you know, pump it up. Uh, yeah, that's gone all right. Episode 76 of Mighty White's podcast. I'm Jack, joined by KC. Hello. At this point, we're no longer on a golf course. We've just watched Leeds beat Derby 3 1. Uh, so we're, we're still loads better than Derby, even when the players have been on a bender for two days. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it must have been pretty much a party every day for the last three days now. Yeah, that was uh, that was really good. Uh, obviously, you know we we weren't in a position to do podcasts for each of them. Uh, I did pop up on the Square Balls live stream at about two o'clock in the morning because I was too excited to sleep. Don't talk about the rivals. I Casey, we're not. <laughs> we're only their rivals if Barnet are Arsenal's rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, we uh, we just thought, well, we'll leave it till after this because we might as well. But as weekends go, that was pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah, it's not bad, that is it? Watching a watching a game stood on a golf course, celebrating promotion one night, uh, going out last night for a friend's birthday as we did, and whilst also celebrating being the champions. And yeah, we kind of co-opted uh, Dom's birthday, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, and then getting to watch the players' celebrations today as well on the pitch afterwards. Yeah, uh, I thought we were. I mean, it wasn't the it wasn't the most intense I've seen us, but I thought we played pretty well today. Yeah, especially I... considering the seven. Right, we need so we need to get this out of the way. And I really, I do, I've already gone on about it enough on Twitter, and I can't phrase it better than John McKenzie's open letter to the club. So I'm just going to tell you what to read that, but. Oh God! I wish we hadn't played Kiko. <laughs> yeah, it, it seemed a really strange decision, to, didn't it? And like you say, and, and plenty of other people have said it as well. It's it's this thing of you know accepting the charges of it and and the fact he's banned for racism, and then the club have never really one they they didn't really handle themselves well about it, and two there's, there's been the um, you know, the, the support of the Black Lives Matter movement, whilst that's kind of lurking in the background still of, of Leeds and, and Kiko not really admitting faults on a, on a, on a public level or, or apologising to Leco. But it, I suppose it's the club and Bielsa's decision if they think that the, the way to go from this is to just carry on now then I suppose that's the way it's going to be. I won't agree with it, but, you know, it's not going to stop me supporting them. But I, we just had to say that because I had to get it out of the way. Uh, but no, today I thought we were really good um, all through the pitch. Though it was far from faultless, but I don't think anyone had a bad game. No, I'd, and I, don't know if you, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not. If If you were to say... If you were to try and try to pick out a percentage of the intensity at which this game would, was played, I'd, I'd give it a solid eighty percent. 
Yeah, it's I, one I, of the I, reasons I, I think why. I was both those and Derby. Yeah, it was a bit like that. It's one of the reasons why uh, Shackleton's pressing showed up so much because he was at a hundred. Yes. <laughs> uh, but like throughout the time, I mean, we'll just go for it. Like it was like that aside, Casilla was solid enough in that. Uh, I thought that Dallas was pretty good, as was Douglas. Ben White just looked classy as ever. Um, yeah, the Berardi injury is a shame. I know Phil Hayes tweeted to say he's got a heavy leg brace on and he's on crutches. Yeah, you could you could see it during the celebrations. He was he was kind of hopping along to things, but he he seemed in good spirits anyway. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what to what extent it is. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing too serious. I'd like to think that if it is somewhat serious, that Leeds will give him a one year deal anyway, just probably less money than it would have been. I mean, it, I think we're going to give him a deal. Regardless. It's whether he wants one. Well, yeah, but I, I, I think, think if he gets think injured, he will want one. Yeah, um, and on to the first one that I think is really worth talking about, Pascal Stoic. Yeah, again, again, starting in and actually starting in the holding midfield role this time, and and you'd have to say for someone who up until obviously the Barnsley game, I don't think I'd ever seen playing in a midfield role at all. Apparently, he had done it in a couple of under twenty three games, but there were ones I didn't see. I've seen people say. Uh, but Graham Smith, I think it was that said it, because it was at the start of the Square Balls live stream. It was when um, it was when him and Phil here was on, and I can't remember which one said it, but I think it was Graham Smith. Apparently, the when before that Barnsley game, he played there in the murder ball session and was really good. Yeah, and that's he, that's what made his mind up. He certainly, uh, he certainly seems like it. It's he, you would never have guessed if that was your first time watching him that that he was predominantly a central defender. No, and I thought he was really good today. Like, really good. Um, one of the things that, I mean, he, you know, he defended well, he passed the ball well, but the thing that I was really impressed with was he made a fair few good runs forward and he always, his reading of the game is uh, knowing what the right time to step up into a more advanced midfield role were. He just, he seemed to always get that right. Yeah, and I'd, I'd like to think one of the, you know, that's the sort of thing that comes from coming through Ajax's academy. And uh, and we, probably we, Bielsa making you watch videos of it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, obviously I know with, with Ajax, they always try and bring players on that, could, that are kind of good in three positions. Mm. Like that, that's always their target. To, to, so the, the developing players that are flexible and, and versatile. And yeah, he... he, he I think he had a really nice touch start the second half with the ball on the edge of the box and he did a nice little flick to to beat one of Derby's defenders as well. And you're like, oh, oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, well, I said last season that I thought he was for the chopping block and then the second half of last season he really improved. And this season he seems to have done a similar thing. Like, he's, by the end of the season he's got to stay. I think that his contract might be up in the summer. Maybe he's got another year. But you'd assume he's going to get one. Yeah, because uh, you'd have thought at this stage that for someone they didn't, they, that they probably wouldn't have had plans for, that they that they'd have probably let let them go by now. Yeah, you'd but, think if he was going, you'd think it had been someone else that they chucked in. Yeah, it, like it? It, it probably like you'd have thought it would have probably been someone like Ollie Casey or or someone like that. 
So I'm fairly confident in that. Uh, in, there's obviously a Memphis midfield like Alioski were solid enough. Uh, Hernandez was brilliant as always, but there's almost it's almost hard to even talk about it now because it's just like the rest. He was just running the show while. But it was the last the last ten minutes of the first half. He must have sprayed about twelve passes into brilliant positions and just looked like he was not trying at all. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think it was very nice as well listening to the Sky Sports commentary just gush over him as well. It's quite nice hearing that from from non lead sources. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie Shackleton, who has been really unlucky not to play more this season. It can't. We can't criticize it too much because obviously we've won the league, but. He showed today what he's all about. His energy, his pressing in mid- middle was great. He was good on the ball, and it was a really good finish as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, a lovely first senior goal. I know, absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy for him, and obviously as someone from, you know, someone that's played for and coached, uh, did a bit of coaching with the the same team we used to play for at Kipex yeah. Athletic. It, it's really nice to hear that. Yeah, uh, someone who played for the same youth team as us. Scoring yeah. a goal for Leeds. It's, it's lovely to see. It's uh, a Tyler Roberts ball through for him as well. It was fantastic. I thought he did that a couple of times, did, did Roberts. You could see he was getting frustrated with his finishing. Yeah. I thought I thought some of his passes he played in that area were, were actually really nice. Sliding yeah. plays. He did play some good ones. He also had a few where he made the wrong decision in key like, areas. He, he was desperate to get a goal with Roberts today. And you yeah. can, I think at one point he hit another one over and, and I think you heard him actually shouting across the field, just just the frustration that got to him. Yeah, he, um, I'd, overall, I, I'd, I think Roberts had a good game up top. Not a great game, but a good game. But there were some indiv- little moments that were really good. Uh, but the, I mean, by the end, he was just it was just a good full debut. But for the first 20 minutes, he was the best player on the pitch. Jan, Carlo, Paveda, Ocampo. Yeah. Uh, again, really nice. Did well in wide areas. Excellent first touch. It looks like he could skin anyone. Like, yeah, his, his feet are so fast. Um, you know, clearly not afraid to go up against against fullbacks and, and central defenders. And yeah, he got you know put in a few decent crosses as well. You'd like to see him. Uh, you know, for his age, it's it's always going to be a you know a learning curve for him at this point. But yeah, it was just nice to see him one get a start at last and two, you know, you know, put in a shift and. Yeah, what was it? Seventy minutes. He was on eighteen minutes or something like uh, that. It was seven. Uh, I think he was second one off. Which, off top of my head, I want to say was seventy-seven. Uh, yeah, he got he got a good run of it. But yeah, he uh, he played really well. I actually in the match preview that I wrote yesterday for it all together, I said I'd really like to see Pavera start with Costa being out, but I didn't expect it to happen. I just thought it'd be Alioski left and Harrison right. It was, but I'm really glad. To, I'm really glad that he made those. I mean, obviously there's the one, but overall, I'm really glad he made a few changes and gave people a chance to impress. Yeah, it was. It was sort of surprising because it's, it's not the, That's the sort of move I do on Football Manager once once you've kind of got your position settled. Yeah, where I'll throw in, you know, the kind of you you set your second string essentially, and and some youngsters for a couple of games, but. I really didn't expect it from Bielsa. I really thought it'd just be no. We we are here to win every game. I'm putting out my strongest team. 
and that's it. And, and yeah, it was really nice to see Shackleton get the start. Um, you know, Pervader start, Strike starting after after his performance. Um, and, even, and even players like Alioski getting a start because it's, you know, he's not started too many this season. Yeah. Uh, well, same with um, Douglas as well. Yeah. As you say, I know it was only, it was nil-nil at half-time, but I thought we were miles of a better side in the yeah, first half. It took a fair while for Derby to register a shot. On, in fact, I'm not entirely I, sure. I think the goal was their first shot on target. Yeah, I, I was just wondering that. It's um, yeah, I don't know if they might. Yeah, I don't think they managed one in the first half. Um, yeah, I think I think I think we we dominated the first half without ever really testing Ruse too much. I think he, he made one or two decent saves, but nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary. I've just looked at the stats. They only had two shots on target, and one of them was that late one, the good save that Casilla made uh, yeah. from, from Jason Knight. So yeah, that was their first shot on target, definitely. Um, yeah, and then obviously early in second half, it was very scrappy from Leeds for their goal. Like they had a couple of opportunities to clear and didn't take it. Pervada gets beat at ball and edge at box by Forsyth when he should probably win it. But he's literally he'd just come back on having had a kick mm. at that moment. So I wonder if he wasn't quite back up to speed yet. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it falls to Chris Martin. It's a solid enough strike, but it's just a massive deflection. There's not really that bit there's not much that can be done. No, it, it loops over over Casilla, doesn't it, as he's as he's diving for it. There's no chance of, of him making that save. But, but, unlike, but we scored. I, I was going to say our record when we go one nil down is not great, but it it certainly helps when you equalise within. I don't know what was it about three minutes. Uh, t- uh, yeah, two or three minutes. It was it was a very quick response, and of course it was Pablo. Yeah, um, Hernandez gets it. He's involved in all the build up, but it's a good lofted ball out to Pereira, and Pereira plays a really good lofted ball back to him on the edge. And Hernandez was desperate to have that first time as well. You could see yeah. it straight away, but it just it just wasn't going to sit right for him. No. First shot was a bit weak, but the block comes back to him, and the finish on the second one because it's an awkward ball because it's bouncing, just side foot straight in the corner, no issues. But this was example number one of Wayne Rooney being a right lazy bastard. <laughs> you could, like I said, like I said, you could tell the season was over for them, couldn't you? Rooney was goal side of Hernandez just before that ball comes back to him. And Hernandez just moves forward and Rooney just did not move <laughs> at all. And that gives Hernandez the... I mean, he, it's still, a, you know, not a good chance by any stretch. I'm guessing it's like, you know, a 0.04, a 0.05 on XG or something. Mm. But it's a really good finish straight in the corner. And then the second goal, which we've already said, it's a great ball through from Roberts and a really good finish from Shackleton. But just before it in the build-up, Rather than tracking his man, Rooney's down on one knee in the centre circle, tying his laces. Yeah, he was tying his laces. <laughs> he was. There was example number two of Wayne Rooney being a right lazy bastard. Yeah, I, I, I actually, just... I was actually surprised he started. Now I thought that they'd just stick. I thought Derby might stick nine kids in today, but they yeah. really didn't. If anything, they, they played fewer than they have in the previous games. Mm. It's. Uh... I mean, one thing, one thing I, I, I think you've got to give Derby some credit. With that, I know they didn't massively test us 
in goal. But I, I thought they they played some nice stuff as well. Obviously, you got um, Bogle and Forsyth at, at, as the fullbacks. I think pushing Bo- forward. Bogle's a good player. And um, you know, didn't see, uh, you didn't see too much of Sibley today, but again, someone who looks promising. It's quite nice to see as, as much as. I want to play up any rivalries. It's quite nice to see any club that have that many academy players in, in the team. Um, that being said, we were better than that. Have you seen the video of Victor Arthur in the stands celebrating? Dancing uh, around with binoculars. What was... Right, obviously I saw the binoculars. Uh, was he, like? I'm trying to figure out what the jacket or whatever it was that was in his hand, the pink thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. It looked like he'd stolen a child's coat, <laughs> but he was he was having a great time. Yeah, uh, and then the obviously the well the second goal said what a great football it was, but the thing I was glad for Roberts getting that because he was clearly frustrated and that topped off his performance to have something tangible. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it was obviously he he's just a different he's a different type of striker to Bamford. So yeah, you're seeing him play a lot higher up the field, and and typically, mm. and, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way. He he he's not there to oh, his style isn't to do as much of the defensive work as as Bamford probably does. But you know, he he still presses defenders when they're in possession. Um, I think yeah, I he dropped he, off the front well at times as well. Yeah, I, do, I think I think he links up quite well with the midfield. Um, Especially today, at times, like you say, when 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 both neither or when neither sides playing, you know, absolutely flat out, there was always going to be spaces there, and he, and he did a good job bringing people like Pablo into the game, like Shackleton. Yeah, and to top it off, an eighth of the season for own goal. Yes, uh, it was shite defending from Matt Clark. I've no idea what he was doing, but it was a good cross from Alioski. Yeah, into a dangerous area, and uh, you know. Clark had Bamford coming in behind him and it's just that weird thing of he's at the back post but he's turned his essentially turned his back to goal to clear it I, I would describe it as Wooten-esque oh, it was it was very Scott Wooten at Watford and he clearly he clearly goes to smash it out left footed for a throw in or for a corner but just completely mistimes it and hits it with the outside of the foot and very much tricks uh, Roos, catches him off guard, and yeah, scuffs it in. Yeah, it was a it was a solid performance, uh, and that was all that we needed, really. Yeah, and then uh, and then it was party time. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's weird seeing those celebrations on the pitch with no fans there, <laughs> but it's better than not having them at all. It's quite funny seeing them go to a corner to do it when there is no one they're like i i don't know if you do it directly in front of the boxes where kind of the directors are in front of the the journalists but it just seemed quite funny that, that they seem to just go to a corner and then go yep we are celebrating here they probably didn't want to do them too close to victor Arthur because you might get too excited like, have you seen that video of the bottom of the East stand where Otto wants to go out to all the fans <laughs> outside Ellen Road? And just, just pushes no. him away. <laughs> uh, and once again, we've managed to outscore his XG. It was only 
Oh, nice. Yeah, we yeah. we finally learned to finish. Now it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so- if I was picking a little bit of disappointment other than the obvious, I'd have liked to have seen Bogut's. Yeah, I'd, I said I said to you during the game, it'd be quite nice if you got Bogut's, Casey, and Leaf Davis on the field. There's a thought. Um, how many do we uh, in Premier League? I know it's five. Uh, how many appearances do you need for a medal? I'm not. Into, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same for the for the football league. Or... I, I know Bogut's can't get there because he hasn't played any in the league, has he? No. But I'm fairly sure that Leaf, Leaf Davis, I've just checked on Transfer Marked, uh, he, he had two in the Cup, but Leaf Davis has got three league appearances. Yeah. So if it is five, they should make sure, they should have made sure he got on the pitch. Mm. I mean, I, I always find um, that... And I transfer, find such- one second, Transfer Marked just started auto-playing a video in the background. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so really, if if it is, um, hopefully it's not five and it's not an oversight. But I would, uh, I would, if it was five, it's a shame because he should have got on for the last five minutes and then played against Charlton. I was just, I find it such an such an arbitrary rule to have. Yeah, that you've got to play a certain length because I think it totally discounts from anyone who is. Uh, you know, at least part of the squad or yeah, anything I, like I, that. I think it's a different rule for goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I just don't think it allows for young players that come in and, and you know, say, just just for example, say, uh, Leif Davis had come on today and, and happened to score the winner. Mm. And then, he, you know, he only gets his, or he comes in under the mark. But, you you still have to say he doesn't have a medal, but he did win a game. Yeah, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. I am fairly sure that there was someone when Blackburn won the title in '95 uh, who came on and like he barely played all season. He played like two games, but he scored a winning goal in one of them. And yeah, he, and doesn't have a medal. It's it, yeah, it's just it just seems such an arbitrary thing, and I, and I can understand if a club ends up using, I mean, it doesn't happen these days now because, because the loan market is, is such a different thing, but you know, the seed, like the two, our first and last season in our initial run in the championship, when we used 40 odd players, yeah. I could understand if you didn't want to give out 45 medals. Yeah. Like I, that. um, I did read a stat earlier. I think it was lead to view 17 outfield players from the start this season, which is the lowest in the league by a mile. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, I have Twitter open in the background. Just I was just uh, retweeting because Kieran's done a match recap for, for it altogether. And there's a Snapchat from Matthias Click. We go again, and it's Phillips, Berardi, Alioski, and him with bottles of Corona in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matthias Click does seem to have had the best time these last few days. Well, without wanting to stereotype... Polish blokes, you would think drinker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem well cased. I have no way certain... of knowing. I've only know. I've, I I only know a couple of Polish people. They are big drinkers. <laughs> well, so... Clearly, clearly, they must have uh, rung around the players and, and kind of put in an order for individual players because he seemed to have. So I think he had a Polish lager on the go. Was uh, it Tisky? Uh, 
It could have been. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he did, he did. You know, it didn't seem to be the typical sort of thing that you find at Ellen Road. I did see Barry Douglas put up a little video, and he was opening up like a Leeds United kit bag, and inside was like three bottles of champagne and two cans of Iron Brew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice to see. Because he's Scottish, it, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I'd love to know when the when the players found out the team. For, for today, uh, I would whether, think, whether it would have been after the Huddersfield game or I think as soon as it didn't matter. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised that Click was even on the bench. That was yeah. a, it's it's you know, it seemed an interesting, but you could say that about half the players in the squad. To be honest, that um, you know you could have easily rested them. Yeah, I was, you know, I was surprised that Ben White played the full ninety. I was as well. Maybe it's because they don't think we're going to get much more. Yeah, I mean, I know that he was. I know he was always going to say it, but Graham Potter has come out and said, "No, he's in my squad next season." I don't think he's in Graham Potter's squad. If I'm being honest, yeah, I think that I think he's, he's saying in someone that else's because, squad. I think he's saying that because that's what he wants. But I think he's going somewhere because Brighton, the way Brighton is set up, if the bidding gets up to like, you know, daft money, like 35, 40 million. And I could see it happening as ridiculous as that sounds for someone who's had a really good season in the championship. Yeah. They're not going to turn it down. Again, I mean, my my only hope really is, is that he, if we could make, you know, if we could arrange the right deal, that's, that's not going to, Get to stupid money that he he might look to stay just oh, because I'm... he know, because he knows he's going to play he he knows the system he clearly likes it here. I uh, have no doubt that he wants to stay. All the noise, I mean, he said in that press conference, oh, it was ages ago. It was like January or something. He said, "Well, my, I want to get promoted with Leeds and then play for Leeds in the Premier League." Like you know, he said that, but. As much as that might be what he thinks now, I don't know if he'll think that if Man City or Liverpool are offering him 100 grand a week. Yeah. Even if it is to be third choice. Well, that's that's the thing. You you don't know whether it'd be a case for him of, you know, does he, you know, essentially the transfer equivalent of of what Calvin did last season of, (laughs) all right, let's do it for a season and just you put in a, you know, Champions League team clause or something like that in there for... 35 million yeah. or whatever it is uh, that if, yeah. if it doesn't work out in a year then he, he can move on yeah close to Champions League clubs and like pretty much anyone that we sign in the summer who's any good if we do sign a few there'll probably be there'll be a relegation release clause in it yeah um, but yeah that was a that was a really good game it was weird watching a game and not being stressed it was uh, yeah, as, as I said earlier, it's it's the most relaxed I've been for a game since since we've been good. Yeah, I saw some people going. Oh, I wasn't at the start, but I've I've started coming back now and getting annoyed at misplaced passes, and and that never happened to me today. No, same for me. I was and and again, and I think part of that comes down to the pace at which the game was played. Yeah. You know, it as as much as as Leeds did did attack and go for it you could tell it wasn't it wasn't the relentless Leeds it was you know still looking to go forward still looking to to create chances but 
you could you could tell they, they they were almost holding back a little bit. Yeah, I've just looked Barnsley and Forest are nil nil going into stoppage time. So if Barnsley don't score, they're down. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, you think I'm not stressed about today's game, final game, uh, which is Charlton at home on Wednesday. Charlton forty eight points. 21st, Luton 48 points, 22nd, and Luton's goal difference is way worse. I would rather Charlton stayed up than Luton, so I'm going to be even less stressed about this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, it's a Leeds game. I still want us to win. But, like, if we lose to Charlton, I'm perfectly good with that. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I want us to win, but I won't be, I, won't, I certainly won't be losing any sleep over it. No, uh, that'd be an interesting because you got Luton against Blackburn as well, so it's a winnable game for Luton. Um, so whether that'd be, that'd be interesting, I imagine it'll be a similar sort of lineup to today, where I think it'll be a bit of a mix between first team players and, and a few of the a few of the set, you know, the under twenty threes. I've just realised it's, it's gone very underreported that whole city. The only reason that they have no one saying that they're definitely down. Is in case anyone else gets points deductions, because they're three points behind and sixteen goals worse. Yeah. So like, so like they're done. Well, ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what have we, what have Wigan got to now? Uh, they're on. Ah, uh, we're going to only ten. We're going to only ten points clear. Uh. Who do Wigan have? Who do Wigan play on last day of the season? I'm trying to find it. Because they drew 2-2 with Charlton last time out, didn't they? And they were winning. Oh, they've got they've got Fulham. Which is not ideal for them, but it is no, at home. because Fulham can still go up automatically, so that we, we won't be resting people ahead of the playoffs. No. So, yeah. yeah it's, uh, quite, it's quite nice. Not really having to care about these games. Yeah, um, obviously we will get into Charlton games in a sec, but have you seen the couple of mental sackings that have happened today? Yeah, I saw, I saw obviously Danny Cowley's been sacked from Huddersfield, mm. which which seems a very strange decision. Apparently they, it was because of the style of play, but like you knew what the style of play was. You have, That's why you hired him to get you out of relegation trouble. And as much as I can't say that they've done an unreal job, they've done the job. yeah. And to be honest, I think looking at how Huddersfield have been this season, I don't know how outside of hiring someone either with plenty of experience in the championship of of kind of taking a team like that further up the table or going abroad and getting a relatively big name. I, I can't see many people doing a much better job. I think they'll go back to the whole... They'll get someone either from like the Zwei Bundesliga or from the Austrian Bundesliga I reckon which which at best has had mixed results so far yeah um, and then the other one is uh, Watford have apparently, it hasn't been confirmed yet but Watford have sacked Nigel Pearson I hadn't seen that That's... yeah it hasn't been confirmed but it's everywhere because the only thing, the the main thing I read today was uh, Miles Jacobson posted a thread of about eleven tweets, basically telling fans to to stop 
not to stop criticizing the team, but just just to actually support them. And, and you know, for the last couple of games and hashtag GBTT. Well, it was. It was. I mean, he did at one point say the job of a supporter is to support, which, which do. It did bring back memories of when Sean Harvey said that with us. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew what he meant. It was, you know, almost a, a sort of rallying cry of, you know, yeah. we've, we've got a couple of games left to, you know, support the team. But yeah, they've got two games left to three points clear at relegation zone. I mean, I know Watford love a, they love to sack a manager. <laughs> what a strange time to do well, it's it. A, it's a really really weird time to do it Terry Venable's going to come in to try and motivate them the last couple of games get Peter Reid in <laughs> hey he did well for us at that right. bit exactly it, it was Barnsley have scored in the 93rd minute oh that makes it interesting oh well I'll definitely have an eye out on those games on Wednesday then yeah. Patrick Schmidt that's that's huge yeah, it's like we're not on the telly last game of season because what the, why would we? We're done. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll take Bansley up to forty-seven and gives them a real chance. Uh, to forty-six, sorry, it'll give them a real chance. Yeah, and and puts Hull where they belong at the bottom of the table. <laughs> I think we jokingly said, you know, like when they were thirteen from really struggling. Then, did we did we said something along the lines of it'd be quite funny if they finished, if they got relegated now. Well, we we uh, well us and everyone said I think they've misjudged this and thought that they were going to go down. But I think we may have jokingly said they might even come bottom yet. Yeah. <laughs> and now it looks like they might. Uh, but that's a huge goal for them. But yeah, um, huge goal for Basley. Not huge at all for us. We've got Charlton next on Wednesday. Yeah, that'd be. Uh... That would be an interesting one because obviously Charlton will have to uh, come here for, to win. Um, yeah, be nice. With all games being played at the city, I mean, I do think they'll try and keep it tight at first. But they yeah. can't just sit all game looking for a draw. And obviously, I think Wales... I'm not sure what sort of team we'll play. I... I think there'll be a couple of changes to this, but I, I don't think it'll be no, a full-strength like, team again. Uh, because but it's, I think that the ones that didn't play today will play, and the ones that did won't. Yeah. So, like, Cooper will play, but Ben White probably won't. Yeah. Uh, Ailing probably won't, because they went to rest him and he had to come on after half an hour. Yeah, I, I wonder if that's. I wonder if you see Shackleton going at right back. Yeah, maybe and, probably no, bit. probably no Pablo until the last ten minutes or something. Yeah, click click might have sobered up by then and yeah. give him a run out. Just uh, uh, just looking at the other fixtures as well that would be for the teams around the relegation zone because you've got Derby against uh, Birmingham, who uh, obviously Birmingham are two points ahead. Obviously, Charlton are there. Um, Middlesbrough can still get sucked into this as well. Yeah, it's, it's unlikely, but could. Yeah, and they've got Chef Wednesday. So it, Chef just, Wednesday still could, depending on what happens. Yeah, it's um, 
it makes for it's going to make some interesting viewing at the bottom of the table. How ridiculous is it that there's two and maybe even three teams that could technically still get a points deduction, and the season finishes on Wednesday? It's Sunday now. <laughs> yeah, and the uh... I know they've had a pandemic and all of that, but that that really should have been dealt with by now. You'd like to think in the three and a half months or whatever it was without football that they could have dealt with those issues. But they could have had a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be... Like, I'm just trying to imagine the scenes, though, that this is going to cause now. If, if they either do find something wrong, but they, they decide to maybe do a points deduction next season... Because of of how far back this spans now, yeah, um, and it, it just reminds me of when we we had that last game of the season against QPR when they were going up as champions, but they still had just I think they made the football league made the ruling was it over the Luongo transfer? Uh, the QPR no, the QPR one wasn't that, but there were there was a I don't think it was Luongo, but it was I think just a load of financial stuff. Yeah, but and, they and, announced that like an hour before the game kicked off or something. Yeah, like it was and, that and, very day, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and uh, I, you know, I'd have to go back and do a lot of reading now to 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 see whether it is something that they should actually have been guilty of, or, and whether the football league have kind of copped out and just said, "Well, it's got to this point; it will be too much of a headache to to throw in a points deduction now," but. Yeah, you, you, once the once you get these things, you've you've got to deal with them in a timely manner because you can't you can't be announcing things like that an hour before the season essentially finishes. Yeah. Um. Can you be asked getting into Charlton's actual team? No, Lyle Taylor won't be playing. Obviously, Lyle, so. Lyle Taylor doesn't play. Uh, they have got some decent players, but uh, I can finally stop saying one 0 defeats now. Uh, for what it's worth, I probably because I said on the last one, I would if we're already champions, I'll change it. But I never tweeted out, so I have to stick with the one now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think we'll. I think they'll be way up for this and probably more up for it than us. Uh, and because they need it and we don't, I'm going to say one apiece. Oh, I was going to go one all. But you know, I'll, I'm going to. I'll change. I'll go. I'll go two one leads. But I think John. But I think Johnny Jackson scores for them. What? Just he's going to come off from his assistant manager duties to take a set pace. I just assumed he still played for them. Mm. I, I took I took a guess there. I know Johnny Jackson is still at Charlton and has been for a very long time. He's going to play in midfield with Boy. Um, <laughs> wait. Well, that's that out of the way. Um, we haven't really got a plan for what because I don't know how to talk about success. <laughs> I'm really not used to dissecting what went wrong. Yeah, we're good at that. Um, but I just like I, I, I was thinking like, oh, what's going to be the moment that we all look back on? But pretty much everyone agrees it's that Hernandez goal at Swansea. Yeah, is the moment. That's when it really happened. But I still keep thinking back to how crucial that five-four win at Birmingham was. Because that was when we were playing badly. That was when we were in this bad run. And that, even though the results didn't pick straight back up, 
getting those points in the middle of that run, I think, was massive. And that we didn't even play well in that game. And it's the only time I have ever seen... Like, obviously, we've seen Hernandez grab hold of a game and drag Leeds to a win. But to see Luke Ayling do it (laughs) from right back, to pick up the team and put them on his shoulders and drag them to a win, I think that that... Looking back, I think that might be... I think that might be the most crucial result of the season. I think for me, and and I think that is right up there, I think for me it's Cooper's equaliser at Brentford. Because when that goal went in, after another Kiko mistake, I think we all just thought, this is it. So, yeah. like, And you had every right to be disappointed. Obviously, we just had the, the, the poor result at... Uh, the poor results at Forest. We, I think, we'd drawn at West Brom before that as well. Which, yeah, I which think. Happened, that, but we'd I had think, a few. I think we went on the good run after that Brentford game, didn't we? Yeah, and it was almost as if, because I think for the most part, I think I think after that we dominated that game at, at Brentford. Again, you wouldn't say that we were creating havoc up front, but I think we dominated play for the most part. By the way, you know when you haven't really factored in how good a run. Is, is since, that, since that Brentford game, we've played 13 games since that Brentford game. 11 wins, one draw, one defeat. Oh, and the one defeat is the the Cardiff game. Yeah, the first game back from lockdown. Yeah, and the one draw is Luton, where we absolutely battered them. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... I, we, yeah, since then we just we we picked up and you know we we had that nice we had the run where well, but, just before lockdown with we, say, we also have, we have also kept eight clean sheets in those thirteen games. <sighs> so, it's, yeah, we we, re- we didn't just recover from it. That, that, that's tearing away as much as anyone's talked about Brentford's form up until yesterday. It was a that's a hell of a run to go on at, at this stage of the season. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievably good. Like before the Brentford game, we'd lost four out of five in the league. That win against Millwall was the only one where we were two 0 down at half time. Yeah, and that, and that was uh. That's another one that's oh. kind of like, that's like that win at Birmingham. It was when it was going wrong, and it was a three points just to because they never actually overtook us when they all caught us I know we dropped a second but we just managed to keep us heads above water didn't we and those results when we were in bad form were the ones that did it yeah I don't did I hear I think I heard yesterday or the day before that Brentford had never actually been in the top two this season no because they were after sort of six seven weeks they'd been playing well but they were about 14 for summer. They were like us. They were because uh, didn't was that this season? Didn't Brentford lose one nil at home to Birmingham, and Birmingham had 0.01 xg. <laughs> it was a header yeah. from that Christian Pedersen from about 19 yards out, and it was their only shot. <laughs> yeah, it was. And they um, had a lot of that at the start of the season. Yeah, they they didn't start the season off too well, and then obviously caught up but 
No, since either before lockdown or afterwards, they've, outside of that first week when we dropped points, they've not really managed to close the gap. Yeah, I mean, we are. Obviously, we've won it and we deserve to win it. But we are now. We're eight points clear of a second. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not even close now. It's quite funny because I... I I've sort of seen the the amount of people on Twitter have been like, you know, oh, we, you know, just just support the lads. There's no need to be negative, and and, and yeah, fair enough. Like when you're top of the league and this close to the end of the season, you've every right to just believe in the players. But at the same time, if you've whether you've supported Leeds for the last five years, ten years, twenty years, we've all lived through periods where Leeds have have come up short and we and we've we've ended up disappointed and you know even for us you know we're just 30 mm. and we've been through obviously the rele- you know getting relegated from the premier league with that with that team losing the playoff finals which uh in league one and in the championship um you know missing out on promotion for two seasons in league one the, the two run-ins under grayson and, and gary monk where we where we should have made the playoffs or in, in Grayson's case, probably should have been challenging for automatic promotion still. So so you can understand why Leeds fans mm. choose to remain, you know, a tad pessimistic. Yeah, I just had a flip, because I saw on table that we had 27 wins, which I think equals our record for wins in a season. So I just flicked on uh, Dalton's Twitter, at LUFC stats, I'm sure everyone who listens to this knows. Uh, but... Uh, that's the first time that we've got 90 points in a season. Yeah, and I, th- I think I heard during the game as well, there's only Liverpool won more games than us this season in, mm. in all four divisions. Yeah, that's not bad going, I suppose. Yeah. And we have now hit that magic thing. We have two points a game. Yes. Wonderful. It's good being in there. You know, now it's great. I don't have to care about XG. I don't have to care about any stats. I can mm. just sit back, relax, and I, I don't know if I'll take any joy in sending Lee Bowie back to League One. That's it. Ideal world. Luton loses well. Yeah. It's and a strange they, one. Then they I, can go down. It's a funny thing, like, because clearly time is a healer. Because it, with Lee Bowie. We'd have every right to still dislike him for how he ended up leaving. Yeah. But clearly we've all, I think we've all had to deal with owners and shit players in that time where we've thought, ah, he's not so bad, is he? Sorry, I just realised what Barnsley's last game at season is, but they've got to try and win. They've got Brentford, haven't they? Yeah, away. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, yeah, it's not what you'd want, Mm. but... But yeah, it's going to be weird that uh, all the interesting stuff will be away from Elland Road, but obviously I'm still watching the Leeds game. Uh, and it'll be nice to see the trophy presentation, even if there's no fans there. Yeah, it, well, I can imagine they're going to parade it in front of 15,000 cardboard cutouts. Yeah, and in a way, it's going to be nice that it's not on telly and it's on LUTV. Yeah, that, that because, it's, just, it's just for us. Yeah, you kind of... You know, this is where you want them ridiculously biased in your favour commentary when you're champions. Yeah. 
Well, obviously, because I think this, they'd announced that Liverpool are going to have a televised title celebration, aren't they, on Sky? Um, Leeds should have that as well on Sky Sports Leeds. It, it would get numbers. It would get numbers. And God knows, after we're gone, the championship coverage is going to need something. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next championship uh, television deal to go down with us, not there. 25 quid to, <laughs> to quest. <laughs> uh, just just wait till Sky Sports continue the trend of just moving all our games in the Premier League anyway yeah that is one thing now uh, I mean it, it pissed us off in this league but it's going to happen even more now ah no not even more but that's only because we play fewer games yeah true it's going to happen as you know as a percentage it will happen as often mm. <laughs> Um, but at least uh, the only good thing is at least Sky have been training us for this situation for the last few years yeah so that was generous of them yeah I'm just uh, we we will do there'll be a podcast after the last game of the season where we start going through right, what do you think we need and all of that stuff for now I don't want to think about next season that much I just want to enjoy this yeah it's great Nice and peaceful, especially for me. I had loads to drink last night. Woke up without a hangover, but I'm still not leaving the house. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this now. Yeah, you've got yourself into the spirit of a Leeds player. Ah, uh, yeah. Get really drunk, but still be absolutely fine by game day. Yeah. And I was as surprised as anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I did love some of the... I mean, it, I'm not a big snapchat user but the, the clips uh, the videos and the photos i've seen from leeds players in the last few days are some fantastic ones there's i think one where pervader had a picture of mateus click sleeping on his on his car bonnet yeah which is quite a nice one because uh, i think uh to, to drop his name again andrew dalton even tweeted has anyone seen mateus click to mateus click he's like yeah i'm at training yeah, <laughs> and, and I think we were all surprised. Yeah, uh, the one, and I mean, he got through all the game and was, you know, perfectly fine, classy on the ball, everything. But Ben White did look rough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his face just looked like that today, but he looked, he looked rough. They, uh, yeah, clearly both at Ellen Road at the training ground, and then and then after the game today, they, they've, they've clearly had a great time celebrating this and. And so I, fucking should. I looked at half the lads that, that were in uh, that were Ellen Road, and I was like, "Are half these players even old enough to drink?" I don't think Robbie Gotts was was quite there yet. Nah, uh, you've been thrown off by living <laughs> in America. <laughs> oh, bless him. Quite a few young ones. Just look at him, like Ilan Mesley, would be the one that you'd send into the off license because he's the biggest, and just hope that they don't ID him. Yeah, and even though he's quite baby faced, no one's going to hear that voice and say they're <laughs> under eighteen. <laughs> he's going to go in with that voice and the person serving is going to call him sir <laughs> comes out with a bottle of drambuie it's <laughs> not what we wanted Ilan nah he's a classy Frenchman it'll be Chateau de Chatelet <laughs> nah, it's, it's been fantastic I absolutely love it even the messing around with the uh the flares on the field today as well and the only, the only thing I cringed out at one point was when uh, 
uh, Calvin Phillips took the, one of the bottles of champagne off Tyler Robertson drunk from it. I was like, oh, no, mate, you can't be doing that now. Yeah. I mean, listen, Calvin, I know you're out injured, but I still don't want to see you taking those sort of risks. Yeah. Well, I think that that will do us. Um, oh, God. It's I, I, so weird. We, yeah, we've got a game, but yeah, who cares? <laughs> We are, just... we are, we've, we've, not only have we gone up, we've won the fucking league. We've done it in the end, as Adam Forshaw said, we've done it easily. <laughs> I've, it's been a fucking doddle, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's how we all felt two weeks ago, isn't it? Pissed yeah. in this league. So Adam Forshaw, unlike Phil Hay, is not a massive jinx. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, I don't want to hear Adam Forshaw's prediction on next season. <laughs> I'm going to piss it, mate. <laughs> Top four, easy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, I kind of, I kind of wish I smoked, just so I, just so I could have like a victory cigarette or something. Now you want this would be cigar, mate. Well, I've got to work my way up yet. Yeah, just a, uh, just. I mean, it's you, just. Stick to the Southern Comfort. Oh, oh, there'll be plenty of Southern Comfort. Don't worry. I mean, there's not there's not much left from last night, but uh, I'm sure that there's like two more bottles in the house somewhere. Ah, oh, yeah, all... there's plenty. There's plenty of bottles. I'm down to three or four. Yeah, you always seem to have plenty. Uh, one thing that we don't have plenty of enough is followers on Twitter. So if you could all follow at Mighty White's Pod, that'd be really good. Uh, this did we say episode seventy six? Yes. Cool. That's been that for episode 76. The stuff we write goes up on through it all together, which is at THIU, it's all LUFC. I've just realised that I've forgotten a piece of news, but I'm going to keep doing this, and then I'm going to keep talking, which is going to fuck things up. Uh, it's also through it all together.svnation.com. What we did forget to say was it sounds like the Harrison deal's done. Yeah, signing signing on for another year on loan with, a, with an option to buy. Yeah, and the option is still eight million. Yeah, from what from what I gather, it's it's basically because the the contract of the loan deal. I'm guessing the option expired in May. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, well, it'll have probably been thirtieth of June, I bet. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, good. Be, you know, I'd be glad to have have him around for another year anyway. I was like, I would have liked to get it, just get it done. So then it's our, so then he's our asset, and then if it does go wrong, it's we can sell him. It's but okay. We're just it saving, does, it. we're just saving every penny to yeah. give to Brighton. Yeah, but that's what I can say. It does mean that there's a bit less outgoings this summer because obviously we're going to have to. We've already spent the money on Costa, even though we're paying it like in installments every year. There's the money for Costa. There's I don't see a way out of it, so there's going to be like 19 million for Augustine. There's yeah. going to be a lot of outgoings making stuff permanent, so if we can save some on the Harrison deal, I can understand why they've done it this way. And that's what happened with Villa, wasn't it? They ended up with too many of those and couldn't sign any quality on top of it, really. And look where they are now. Yeah. Right now, this time I won't do a full. I won't do a full outro, but yeah, good signing. I'm glad to have Harrison for next season. I think he's really improved this year. Yeah, glad glad to keep him around. He's he, he's been 
much improved from last season. Mm-hmm. And again, someone who, who Bielsa loves. I love Jack Harrison. Yeah, if, if, I know if, no, if for no other reason, those those New York City FC gifts of him are fantastic. Yeah. It, obviously, he is a bit inconsistent, especially with his final ball. And that could be a problem next season because, in theory, he will have less opportunities. So you need to be you need a better strike rate, but he's more than earned the chance. Yeah, to have a go. Uh, but yeah, that'll do us. I've been Jack. See ya. I've been Casey. Have a good one. In a bit. Mm-hmm.